Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts, and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember, you've got this. I feel like this is the time of year where if you are a a true like seasoned veteran florist, (laughs) you kind of have that like sense of dread, the impending doom, because we're in the lead up to Valentine's Day. And hopefully you've had a little bit of a physical recovery and a mental recovery over the new year break. However, (laughs) I wanted to put together a special episode that talks very specifically about how to stay profitable and how to go in to Valentine's Day and the right mindset to adopt this Valentine's Day so that you will actually make money. And I was thinking the other day back to my very first Valentine's Day experience and hot mess. (laughs) Absolute total hot mess. I had no idea 
what I was doing. And all I remember, like one of my very first memories of being at the wholesalers was listening to one of the like true, like seasoned veteran florists talk to her wholesaler about the fact that she has already been up for 48 hours straight. I remember driving home thinking like, this is insane. This is insane that this is the way that we're running our businesses. And after that first Valentine's Day, and I will say it took me three Valentine's Days to truly learn some of this that I'm going to teach you today, but this idea of really being intentional, being strategic with how you show up at Valentine's Day. Because it is, if you surround yourself with that narrative of it's hard to make money, nobody wants to buy flowers, nobody's going to be willing to pay that much. If you surround yourself with that narrative, you're going to believe it to be true. And then you're going to live in to that belief. Like you will literally create that reality because that's the story that you're telling yourself. However, if you tell yourself the story of it's possible to make money and be profitable this Valentine's Day, and you surround yourself with that narrative, and you connect with and build a community of other floral designers who also want to be profitable, you will prove to yourself a profitable business. It all starts with that decision at the beginning that you're going to be profitable this Valentine's Day. I wish I had known that. That simple mindset shift at the very beginning is what creates the domino effect through the rest of your Valentine's Day. When I really started to pay attention to our profitability and I learned the right way to sell flowers, I actually figured out that Valentine's Day is way simpler than we make it out to be. And that it is absolutely possible to build up a great savings, a great bit of profitability purely from Valentine's Day once you know the right strategy to follow. So I thought, hey, let's go through these four steps. And I wanted to do this now so that you still have time to set yourself up for success for Valentine's Day this year. And let's talk about the four lessons that I learned that actually led to way better profits on Valentine's Day so that you can actually make money. And this applies whether this is going to be your first Valentine's Day or your 50th. If this is your 50th Valentine's Day and this is the time that you've decided this is going to be the year that you actually make money, I am so glad that you're here. Because it's really easy to buy into the belief that you can't make money at Valentine's Day. And one of the things that I love, like that I've truly come to love around Valentine's Day is because everything is centered around one very specific day of the year, it shows us where the gaps are in our systems and in our infrastructure. Because it's like taking all of this pressure, like eight weeks of orders and product processing and deliveries and like literally making it all happen within like a 12 hour delivery window so that when things aren't working in your business, they start to become very visible to you on that day. 
And when I first started my flower business, I literally thought it was my job to say yes to whatever the customer wanted. So if that person over here only wanted to spend $10 and that person over there wanted a dozen roses and then that person over there only wanted half a dozen roses and then that person over there wanted 13 roses plus one white one, that I had to make that happen. That was the mindset that I had when I first started this business. And I also had a perfectionist fantasy around keeping every customer happy through the process. I didn't know that customer complaints were a normal part of business. And I don't know about you, but I haven't yet actually learned to read the mind of our customers. So if you are like me and you are trying to cater to every different design aesthetic, every different budget and every different client under the sun, For me, it led to complete and utter exhaustion and a huge amount of resentment and a lot of self-doubt in terms of if I thought I was capable of being able to make this happen. I would show up at the wholesalers having already put in one rose order, but also deciding, well, that must not be enough. I need to get more and I'm going to buy every red, pink flower I can possibly get my hands on, even if I don't know if the quality is good enough. All because I thought I had to be able to cater to every different design aesthetic under the sun. We would be taking orders up until the very, very, very last minute, as in it's 2 p.m. and I thought I was supposed to be able to figure out a way to get a dozen red roses over to this teacher at that school and she was leaving in an hour and a half. I assumed it was my job to work late into the night and be the first one in in the morning. And it was so incredibly stressful and so hard and so not the way that you actually stay profitable at Valentine's Day. In the end, I look back at those first few years of running this business and I realized like I wasn't running a business. I had a business that was running me and it all changed at one defining moment. And this is kind of a crazy story, but it's so stuck in my head, like literally glued in my head because I can see the neuroplasticity and I can see my brain literally completely shifting perspectives. It's like all of a sudden, if I'm in my little snow globe, somebody's just like tilted it on its side. And I was like, oh, I have been looking at this so wrong. Everything shifted for me when I went to the butcher, (laughs) which is so not related to flowers. But I was at the butcher and I was standing in line and this was actually at Christmas. So it wasn't near Valentine's Day, but this was a Christmas experience that I had. And I was like, huh, I'm standing in line at the butcher and it's Christmas. And in Australia, some people still go out and buy turkey, but many people are doing the whole seafood thing. But if you don't live near the sea, I'll tell you what, you go to the butcher. (laughs) So we weren't living near the sea. And I was at the butcher and it was the 24th of December. I wasn't actually getting anything for Christmas. Instead, I was picking up a few other things and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to go. I'm going to bite the bullet, stand in line. And Butcher was so busy, so busy. And about like four customers ahead of me, like I was at the back of the line and four customers ahead of me, the guy just kind of popped over and asked the butcher, he's like, hey, I haven't actually placed an order for a ham, but have you got any left? And the butcher just so matter-of-factly said, nope. We're all sold out of hams. And that experience, when I was thinking about it, I had totally had my business ownership hat on. And I was like, 
well, how come he's able to stand up there and say just so matter-of-factly to a customer, sorry, all sold out, but here's what we do have. I was like, holy crap. I can just use him as a model for how I run my own flower business. Sorry, we're all sold out of hams, but here's what I can do for you. And I remember thinking like, that is such a better way to run a business. It's so much more about being in the driver's seat. It's so much more about telling your customers how this whole thing goes down. And it's so much more empowering. Sorry, we're all out of hams. So they had already made the decision. Like the butcher had already made the decision about how many hams they were going to get in for Christmas. Once they sold out, they sold out. And they sold out of hams multiple days before Christmas was actually happening. And I was like, he's not walking around trying to please every customer or read their minds or predict when the very last customer is coming in and leaving it to chance and taking all of the risk himself. No, he's literally set himself a goal and he set himself a plan towards that goal so that he and his team aren't working late into the night and he knows his level of profitability. He is in the driver's seat of his business and we get to do exactly the same thing in our business. So lesson number one and the very first thing I will tell every single floral designer to do this Valentine's Day is set yourself a sales target. More is not always better. If you have been in business for a while, if you've got a few Valentine's Days under your belt, don't assume that you have to continue to increase that revenue goal. In fact, you will know what your happy medium is. You will know what your sweet spot is. And I love the idea of thinking, okay, you're going to hit your sweet spot in terms of your revenue goal. And then your mission is to be at home on the sofa or having a bath or out for dinner, heaven forbid, with your loved ones (laughs) or eating pizza or watching the Great British Bake Off or whatever it is that you want to be doing on Valentine's Day that you get to that part as soon as you can in the day. So more is not always better. But the most important thing that you do is you pick a revenue target. Be specific, like write down for yourself right now. This is how much money I'm going to generate to this Valentine's Day. From there, once you've picked your number, then you're going to work backwards. So you're going to actually reverse engineer your success. So if you've set a revenue goal of $10,000, you're going to decide that your average order value is going to be $200. That means your mission is to get 50 sales. You're going to map out your marketing plan to hit that 50 sales figure. You're going to go out and you're going to hustle your butt to make those 50 sales. And you're going to think through the back end and your fulfillment and your support crew to help you fulfill those 50 orders. You're going to set up your system so they're actually only offering a handful of designs with a limited number of ingredients. You set a very specific wholesale budget, you plan out your recipes, you put your order in, and then you make the magic happen. All because you have a very specific sales target. Number two, red is what sells. Your customers are going to be after red flowers until you've sold out of red flowers and then you can sell them anything you want. However, red is what sells, but set yourself a cap on how many red roses you're going to sell. 
Over the years, I have learned to master the craft of recognizing your customers aren't always after a dozen red roses. You don't have to sell dozens of red roses. If you want to sell dozens of red roses, you go for it. But if that's not your thing, if you don't want to sell dozens of red roses, you don't have to sell dozens of red roses. Your customers are only asking for dozens of red roses because that's all that they know to ask for. They don't want to come across as foolish. They don't want to come across as not knowing what's happening. Instead, you just simply tell them, hey, we're all sold out of dozens of red roses, but I can make you a beautiful mixed bouquet that includes a couple of red roses. This is where I will tell you, I quite literally thought I had to please all the people all the time until I realized that the only reason your customer is asking for red roses is because they don't know that there's any other possibility. They don't know that there are beautiful locally grown dahlias. They don't know that it's ranunculus season. They don't know that the spring blooms are just coming into their prime. They don't know. This is where you get to put yourself in the driver's seat. So red is what sells, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to focus on red roses. So sit down now and create your menu. And it can be as simple as just two or three designs. Maybe you have one that's pink and red, one that is mixed tones of red, and maybe one that's more like pink and blush. Use the same ingredients across all of your designs. And these can be all of your favorite ingredients and whatever is in season. But using the same ingredients, but in different colors across all of your designs will dramatically increase your profitability. The more different kinds of ingredients you include, the more varieties you put on your wholesale order, the more complicated your recipes become. The more complicated your recipes become, the more it's going to eat into your profitability. So you could decide you're simply going to have five ingredients across every single one of your designs. And maybe you're going to include stock, dahlias, roses, one kind of foliage, and then a filler texture. That is your recipe. And then you just chop and change the colors to adjust to the palettes that you want to offer. And then you chop and change the stem count to adjust to the sizes that you want to offer. But the bulk of your ingredients are just simply those five. Number three, put your website at the heart of your sales strategy. And I do mean this quite literally. Your website doesn't have a human brain which means it's not going to have any judgments about your ability for your customer to pay the prices. It is not going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't charge this much for roses. So immediately discounts it. <laughs> it's not going to have any self doubt or blubbering or stuttering in terms of, I can't say $595 plus tax plus delivery. Those words can't come out of my mouth. Your website doesn't have any of that has none of it. It is literally sitting there with a picture and a price tag. And it's like, you want to buy me? Click here, add to cart. <laughs> so get your website doing that heavy lifting for you. The other thing that this does is it allows your customer to be in control. So your customer can sit in their own shame and judgment around their scarcity money story and look at your offer and decide what's right for them. Your customer isn't going to then be affected by your facial expressions or your hesitation or your self-doubt. It's just like, hey, these are the two designs that we're offering. These are the three sizes. This is when things will be delivered. It saves your customer so much time. It's also going to save you a huge amount of time and energy because it's also going to decrease the number of mistakes. So if you have somebody who's 
taking credit card orders or they're writing down a credit card number or they're writing down a phone number or they're, you can't read their writing, all of which I am guilty of. <laughs> Getting your customer to put their orders through your website gives the job to your customer to get their information right. Also, the number of orders you miss because you're on the phone and your customer has left a message on the phone and we haven't gone through the effort of changing your voicemail to say, hey, if you're looking for delivery for Valentine's Day, jump on our website. That one action could generate so many more orders for you. So make sure in the week leading up to Valentine's Day that you put on your task list, hey, if you're looking to order flowers for Valentine's Day, jump on our website, place your order today. How many times have you told your team, check the voicemail? How many times have you told your staff, call the people back? These people are like wanting to get this job done. So change your voicemail and tell them to jump on your website. The other thing you can do is update your Instagram bio. Make sure you've got a pop-up on your website, add it to your email signature, add it to your voicemail, make sure that it is everywhere that you could possibly imagine so that it's super obvious where your customers go to order Valentine's Day flowers. And then number four, and this is the most pivotal, the price is the price. You guys who are part of the Flower Boss Academy and got to be part of that super deep dive in terms of how to stay profitable this Valentine's Day with Lou Ann Dixon will see the confidence that she has when she talks about pricing. This idea of the price is simply the price. In many cases, the price of red roses will actually almost double for Valentine's Day. It's not your job to sacrifice or compromise exactly like if you were at the grocery store. The people who are the head of produce, the people who are putting the avocados out, aren't sitting there questioning the price of the avocados. They're simply saying, here are the avocados. If you want one, pick one up. <laughs> the price is the price. So get your scarcity thinking, get your self-worth, get all of your uncertainty out of the pricing model. <laughs> Clean all of that up and remind yourself the price is the price. It's not your job to judge whether your customer is willing to pay that much for three dozen roses. It's not your judge job to compromise because somebody said the economy is hard right now. It's like, no, your job is to run a profitable business. You aren't the one controlling the rose farms. You aren't the one controlling how much the wholesaler is charging for roses. You aren't the one who needs to compromise on behalf of your customers. You are the one who gets to decide the price is the price. It's not your job to feel bad. It's not your job to overcompensate for anything anybody has ever said to you. Get out of the math. It has single-handedly impacted our bottom line the most out of any decision I have ever made. When you can accept the fact that there is an industry standard approach to pricing, regardless of your level of expertise, how many florists are in your area, or how many Instagram followers you have, when you can recognize that the industry standard approach to pricing is a proven formula for profitability, you will actually see your bank balance go up. If you get your pricing sorted and you know last year you didn't charge nearly enough, you can set the same revenue target and do half as much work all because you finally got your pricing sorted. 
One other little pro tip I want to throw in here, and I learned this one the hard way. So this will be helpful if you're new-ish to the industry, or maybe you've forgotten this, because I will forget this, but I've literally put this in my calendar as an annual reminder. The price of roses doesn't just increase on the 13th and 14th. The price of roses will increase when supply pressure starts to be felt. So in many cases, it's going to be in the 10 days leading up to Valentine's Day. So essentially from the very beginning of February to five, six, or seven days after Valentine's Day. So if you're doing a wedding, if you're doing a funeral, if you have a special order for somebody who wants roses around kind of most of February, remember to raise your prices of everything that includes roses from almost the 1st of February through to pretty much the end of February. Also remember to put that in as a reminder in your calendar because it's very easy to forget that. And then you get your invoice from the wholesaler and you're like, oh crap, I should remember that. (laughs) But if you put a reminder in your calendar, then you won't forget. It's like such a super little hack, but it's been so incredibly helpful. So those are my four biggest lessons when it comes to actually staying profitable this Valentine's Day. Remember, if you want my go-to marketing plan for Valentine's Day, if you want to get access to that deep dive session around how to actually stay profitable, some incredibly helpful pro tips with Luann Dixon, come join me inside the Flower Boss Academy. I walk you through my blueprint for building a profitable flower business. We talk about how to level up your digital marketing skills. We talk about how to attract good customers and we map it out for you step by step. Plus you get to be part of a super awesome private community of like-minded ambitions, profit first, profit focused floral designers. All you got to do is flowerbossacademy.com and sign up today. So I hope that this podcast episode has been helpful Go out there, make some money, be profitable this Valentine's Day, and also decide ahead of time you're going to be proud of how you show up no matter the result. Have the most amazing week. Drink your water, eat your vegetables, get some sleep, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.